Previously on Riftwake, the party seeks the source of the mysterious murders in Varnock, and with the help of a city guard, Taylorin tracks it down, a possessed child. With a concerning amount of bloodlust, the party decides to brutally murder the infant child to close the portal and stop the menace. Hi there, my name's Nathan, and I'm the Dungeon Master of Riftwake. I'm Caden, and I play Tarquin Wildingham, the half-elf sorcerer. Mm-hmm. I'm Josh, and I play Josefi Krakowski, the human paladin. I'm Remy, playing Norlarin Valos, half-drow rogue. I'm Mitch, and I play Valmir Windark, the handsome half-elf bard. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and welcome to Riftwake. The party is standing in this dark room with uh, Taylorin included. And in the corner, the wraith that they just took to have taken out um, shrivels back into the form of the uh, infant. And you can see it has multiple holes in its head. Blood is all over the floor. And it has this last jerk lifting its tiny hand up as blood pours out from its forehead and gives yeah, a small gurgle before it properly dies for the last time. What does the party do? Tarquin is kind of sickened because we just fucking killed an infant child. Um, it wasn't so infant, it was like, already dead. <laughs> we gave it peace. I mean, I, I'd argue against that. He's, he's not going to say anything. He's just going to look like a Was bit the sad. gurgling the child or the gurgling the rift that was closing? The child. That you just okay. Valmir. Yeah? The hall. Use your... Use the special ring thing that the guy gave you. Uh, sure. How do I do it? I thought Wait, we did this first. Like, up, and I thought we already closed it. it. Yeah, I, th- I thought oh, we closed okay. close it. Oh, we did. Okay. Yeah, I assumed that it, since it's a baby was still alive, that the rift was still open. No, that's just Nathan for dramatic effect. Ah, uh, classic. Just always gotta reinforce that child murder. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Norlin will just go up to Valmer and just like put a hand on one of his shoulders and just say, "Thank you for taking that burden on yourself." Yeah, yeah you everyone is gonna like you know be willing to just shoot the kid over and over again, you know? Yeah, they say they won't. Yeah, tell me you never wanted to shoot a kid. Norlin's uh, uh, gonna like have his head twitch in Valmer's direction at that. <laughs> and uh, Northern, Nora's gonna just go over to Taylorin and then just say, shall we go see if this has caused any changes to the people in the glass? Yeah, sure. Uh, Valmer, would you that please was, stop clicking? Yeah, that was to the guard guy, Taylorin. It wasn't me for once. Whoa. Sorry, I was Yet. very distracted by the clicking. What were you saying? Uh, Nor went up to the guard tailor and then asked, uh, should we go check on the people in the glass to see if anything's changed? That sounds like a good idea. And he's going to lead the way out. Yeah. Nor will go with that. So as you move around the town, you're just going to notice that the state of things has not changed. And as you walk your way about, you're eventually going to pass by uh, Sill's specialties. And right there, you see Sill stuck in the glass. No! Something is different. Roll me a perception. Me, I'm doing it. Sills my dad. I'm there. Yeah, I don't care. You, you, 
I rolled okay. perception for you to not roll. Whatever. I'm able to help. So go ahead and do the roll with advantage. Can I get proficiency in sil? In what? Yeah, so I get I get advantage on the roll because I like I know sil. You have advantage on the roll. Oh right. Because I'm around. I sort of keep remembering that. But can I have like double advantage? Ah, wank. So probably you gotta lose to something. Um Sil is currently clutching to a to a dependent that he always wears, and it's glowing fiercely. And you can see something else on um, his entire body is um, made of stone. And this is distinctly different from the rest because all the rest seem like rotting corpses, or not because they are stuck in glass. But yeah, Sil is currently for the easiest way to put it, he's petrified and in the glass. Do I have a pickaxe? Interesting. Doubtful. So, how do we get him out? Is the pendant outside of the glass? Um, is that the best way to get him out without accidentally shattering him? Well, hey, he's not made the glass, is he? You know what I'll do is I'll do four strategic points at each of his corners, and then whenever we get them all done and good, we push, and then he falls into the street, and boom, the glass break. He free, yay. Just five minutes before it's covered in stone. Nathan, um, can I roll yeah. an arcana check to check if I know any way to safely destroy glass, given it is of arcane nature? Sure. Yeah. In oh, the piss. fires of Mount Doom. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't roll advantage on that. Um, my bad. I'm just going to roll again. Oh, shit. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> So, um, Sil being Sil, you assume that within his uh, workshop, there might be a way to soften the glass to be worked with. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Alright, so Tarkin wielding hands like, Oh guys, um, uh, guys, uh, I think we could soften the glass, you know, given he worked with glass in his workshop, maybe we can go into his workshop and do something that would get rid of the full glass. Is the door locked? Actually, probably not, because no, it was right after locked. we left. Yeah. Well, I mean, to get to the workshop. But no. is the glass locked, though? Alright, so we head <laughs> to the workshop and try to find what we need to find. So, looking around the shard and crusted room, you're eventually going to find, uh, like, um, Taco not know this, is that this room, in general, has been enchanted to make glass softer, but there is a tool within it that does the same thing, though at a much smaller scale, and it's basically like a sort of um, effectively think of it like a hollow circle, where it's basically this ring, um, large ring about the size of a um, how do you put it? The size of a plate, and generally speaking, if you hold it up to a glass material like glass item or other it will soften it neat use that in free sill so uh who's gonna do it i guess i will because um i like sill that could have rhymed okay roll me and akana just if oh, you will allow him to do thing. it because with advantage sure, yeah kablingo another nat 20 i got a two and a nat 20 <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> okay so <laughs> um yo you're going to basically place this against the glass and it's going to start to soften and lose its strength. And you think that if you were to push your hand through it, you might be able to grab Sil and pull him out of it. All right, I'll so. try to do so. 
Okay, so. roll me a strength or something Athletic. else. Oh, yeah, you just, which yeah, I'm terrible at. Oh dear. I've got like a negative seven. Uh, actually, well, since Yosefi was prepared to hit it, do you want to be the one to grab him? Josh? <gasps> Josh? Oh, I thought, I, thought, I thought you were talking to oh. you were talking to Caden's character because he's the one who had oh. the ring. Uh, he remembers yeah, my so name. He totally. softened it, but we need someone strong to the actual grab. Ah, I see. Yes, I will I beat the shit out of everything then. All right. So you, so athletics check to try to grab him and with advantage because nor. So I am an advantaged individual. Indeed. I have a little thing <laughs> called PC privilege. You do. I crit. Mm. Or what is that? An 18? It's real good. Yeah, so that works. Woo! You basically shove your hand into a glass. And it just, you feel the glass press around your hand and eventually you grab onto Sil's uh, arm and you slowly pull him out. No, actually, you swiftly pull him out of the glass and Mm -hmm. eventually you manage to get him out. He's quite freaking heavy because he's made out of stone, but you manage to get him out of the glass with minimal issue. Um, as you pull it out, some of the glass remains on your arm and you place him down on the floor. And as that happens, the glass on your arm is going to start to dry, but it cracks into little bits since it's so thin that it's brittle. And mm-hmm. it basically just like the light sound of the glass hitting the ground in flakes. There you go. You're going to need to sweep that, Mr. Stone Man. Don't know if you can hear He's me, but stone. you're going to need to sweep. How do we make him not stone? Arcana check! Actually, it's not really well, Arcana, is it? Well, like, it there's a lot of ways to stop someone being stoned. Personally, I find true love's kiss works the best. I, oh, okay. kiss on the cheek. I had a 1 and a 15, so... No. Okay, so, um, Yosefi casually kisses Syl, <laughs> nothing happens. Just give him a little <laughs> peck on the cheek. <laughs> I didn't know that, that one would work. I don't know how much he likes me, but you, you, know. you, you see that the stone, right? The one part is slightly darker. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay, so um, Tarquin and Nor would um, gather that the item that he's holding in his hand um, has limited magical uh, power and will probably cut off at some point. Though the easiest way to turn it off would be to figure out the, um, basically the arcane word to turn to it chop off. Chop off his hand. Perfect. Hmm. Would it? Can I call it take into his forehead? No. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Please, would we be I able to like lift the necklace over his neck, or is him holding it doing it? You can try. Don't yeah, pry off I any mean, of his fingers in the process. Like yeah, like, if we can just. So would that be, I guess, a sleight of hand to try to just carefully get it off him? That works. Mm. Can Dylan you help yourself? Advantage. <laughs> I help myself. Jeez. Uh, no, I can't. Uh, you, you're trying to, but um, as you manage to get it off, um, you realize that his fingers are holding onto the pendant too tightly, so you can't quite get it out. All right. Oh yeah. By the way, um, looking at Sale, you're gonna see that his face is in the the perfect shape of terror. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, you know, on the side of his cheek, uh, you, you see like the dark, darker bit where uh, Yosefi kissed. But yeah, <laughs> it's not like I have lips. Like, come on. Oh, where? It was on the lips, wasn't it? No, I said a little peck on the cheek. Oh, you did. I'm sorry. Yeah, cheek. 
No, I'm saying it's DACA because of I, I presume moisture. I, I, yeah, moisture. Yeah, no, you are in the desert, so really that's questionable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the opposite, and the stone hardened more because he just fucking hates Josephi. But <laughs> either works. You know what? We can interpret however we want to interpret it. That's a beautiful thing I don't about think art. That's how it works. <laughs> but if he didn't like the kiss, I will destroy the him. <laughs> oh no! Destroy the him. <laughs> I will destroy oh, no. this stone visage. Oh dear. That that sounds wrong somehow. Anyway, <laughs> even a pebble will remain. <laughs> so, an item like this has a word that will undo the effect, although it will wear off eventually. So the question is, what word might he have used for this effect? Is it set to M for many? Do we need to set it to W for Wombo? I do not understand that reference. <laughs> I'm going to look at the pendant. Does the pendant look like it said at M for many? No. Or S for stone, and we got to flip it over, make it N for not stone anymore? No, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. And oh, it's just Bob. What? No. Would Tarquin know anything about arcane words to make things not stone? <laughs> well, it's, a, it's, it's the kind of thing that you can basically write into the... A pendant. Oh, can I study the pendant then? Yes, and on it, you're gonna notice that um, basically the trigger appears to be terrified scream. Oh. <laughs> okay. To do or undo or both? To do. So, <laughs> is there. <laughs> Ow. Taco randomly screams. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is confused. Yosef Kurkowski no. just hits him over the head with his flail. He's been possessed. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> There's only one thing left to do. Oh no. Yosefi, put him you're down. <laughs> Roll initiative, talk with yeah. Oh my. That was a very loud yell. Uh, kind of intense. My ears hurt a little bit. Yeah, probably should turn game down. What? bit meta. Uh, is there anything that says can you turn this off? Um, so if you look more carefully, you realize that if you basically do a complex thing like sign in front of the thing, it will detect it and turn it off. Do I know what sign that is? Basically, since you are a spellcaster, you would know how to do it. I do the thing. No, and the oh. stone slowly fl- begins to flake off um, well, it's using the stone which so, is covering the outside of his body. So, like, if we chop the stone in half, no, we'd, we'd be like a little no, cell wait. in into it. He, he, he would fucking die. Sorry, sir. Uh, so, <laughs> as the magic wears off and the stone flanks away, he he blinks awake with the end of a scream in his mouth. And he looks about and says, uh, what, 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 what happened? Uh, got it from the high. Hit you in the head. Oh yeah, I, I I do remember that. So we we need we, we need to go and deal with the thing. But um, I I know the place. It's oh, well that's convenient. <laughs> and he's going to get back up and start basically casually take the ring away from Tarquin and walk back down the stairs into the basement to put it back where it's supposed to be. Uh, so wow. should we use that to reclaim everyone else? Oh yeah, that's that's a fair point. And then he's gonna walk back up the stairs and holding it in his hand is like 
<laughs> no, he went, I, okay, I appreciate like, how you did that, Nathan. <laughs> so um, he's going to uh, pass the thing to uh, one of you, Darkwin, again. He's yeah. very one-minded in these sort of things because he was like, ah, must put that back at the right place. Wait a second. <laughs> That's a thing I remember now. So he's going to pass it back to Tarquin and say, yeah, um, here you go. Um, Thanks. Actually, so should we be helping with this or should we leave this in the hands of Taylor and then the guard to be more efficient about it? Uh, Taylor is going to give another look and say, uh, how about um, if you do it, so we will give you Fair compensation. Enough. Is there a place that we ought to start? Well, generally around the place where the child lived and died multiple times. Yusuf, Yusuf is just like, I don't get all this magic stuff, but you know what? We're getting there. We're, pe- we're pulling people out this glass and stuff. All right, you know? So we go around and we just start pulling people out. Oh, yeah. Um, here's the thing. When you pull them out, you realize that all of them are They're basically dead. corpses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like the second that they're pulled out, yeah, they like the second that they're pulled out. There's like a little twitch (laughs) of uh, movement, and then you're like, "Oh, their lungs are full of glass." Oh, wait, the whole resurrection bullshit, undead stuff. Yeah, Yeah. but the thing is that you see them twitch for a second as they come up. But the issue is that they, like, the entirety of the insides of their bodies are basically filled with glass, whether whatever space there was to put glass in. So, like, there's, like, the barest switch that they give before just dying again. Hmm. So, eventually, you find most of the, like, you find all the corpses, and the guard is going to deal with it. He subsidies, like, and, okay, so all the corpses have been turned back to corpses. Well, at least now they can be buried or burned or whatever local custom is. Put to rest, yes, yes. Tragedy, tragedy. So Why did like, we come here again? I forgot. It was cl- to close the rift. The rift closed. It's job done. Oh, we win. Oh, cool. I think so. Unless there's another one. Is there another one? You look behind you. It's right Actually, there. <laughs> Actually uh, at that question, Nor will pull out the sending stone and uh, try to call. Um, Blackthorn is going to pick up pretty much immediate, uh, immediately and he's going to say, Why, hello. What happened? The City of Glass has no more rift, and the people that is claimed to have been freed from the glass. Oh, so did they survive? Damn. What was the issue? They Shadow were demons. Indeed. Although, also, all the people who died were pulled into the glass walls of the city. I can't say that I know why that part happened. Hmm. But the link to the rift was dealt with, and the rift itself has been closed. Fucking smart wording, Remy. Very well, then. (laughs) I will give you a message once the next situation comes to my attention. Thank you. And he's going to, um, before he hangs up, he's going to say, um, of course, once you do come back, if you do come back, uh, you, your, the gold shall be passed to you if you ever come back to um, Jarden. So should we begin heading in that direction or wait here until your next message? That is up to you. 
At this point, um, didn't Seal say he wasn't selling until all the shit was done and done with? Pretty much. The main issue being um, a certain dwarf paladin crushed oh, most oh, of his shards. Yep, I remember that. I mean, uh, that's karma. So if him. we want money, uh, we have to go to Jordan. He well, can't just Venmo us? I'm going go to um, uh, go over to Seal again, and I'm going to ask him if there's any way that we can get the magic crystals of doom. Arcane crystals. So, um, I assume the party follows Tarquin to Sills, um, you know. Josephi shoots him in the back of the head. Sure. Sure. So, um, basically, the party heads back to Sills. Sharp, you see him busy cleaning up the mess. And he looks up to see you guys, and he's going to say, Oh, hi. And if Tarquin's still holding the device that allows the glass to be softened, he's just going to pick it up from his hands. I should have stolen it. Bullet. Right. Yeah. He picks it up and just walks back down to place it where it's supposed to be and walks back up and says, Well, um, what are you here? Why do you have a glass softening device? I make um, special things. And yeah, he's going I mean, to like, point at his pendant. He makes magic items out of the hand. glass, so he needs something like that to shape it, would be my presumption. Yes, what he said. And he's going to point at Nora. Is you glass a little like a flimsy for, you know, well, magic? With the, with the shrug. <laughs> with the correct application of runes and shards of the arcane, I can enchant them better than any other material. And with more durability than any other material. So what would you need to get back in operation? Well, I would need about 3,000 shots of the arcane. Any idea well, where shit. we could get that many? That seems like well, a Well, we could lot. always head over to um, I'm not going Dren. to fucking Dren. I'm not going to fucking Dren. W- w- why? I don't know. Right, sorry, continue. <laughs> Randomly, dark and mysterious backstory. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Dren is really the only place that you can get them for cheap. It being the dwarves, one of the dwarves' main cities, you see. And there is on Dren where most of these shards come from. The magic items you make, (laughs) how powerful are they? Could you give us like an example or? Something like a sword or something that I could use, perhaps a staff or something else. Magic. Well, what is your craft? I'm a sorcerer. I see. Um, well, 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 um, I could make you a staff that would allow you to focus your magic better. Basically, um, everything just grayed out for me. Along the lines of allowing you to use these meta magic cheap. Uh, at a cheaper rate, give you more oh, spell points, so on and so forth. That sounds good. What about for the rest of the party? And he's right. basically going on the list of like weapons. Like he's going to say, "Well, I don't make a glass sword that could be activated to become covered in fire, and um, I didn't make a flask that had endless mead. I'm quite proud of that one, though it did get my um, shop utterly wrecked." And he's just going to look a bit sad after saying that. What an interesting story. I wish I could listen to that firsthand. It's a shame there's no way I can do that. Ah. Well, this all sounds very intriguing and enticing, uh, Sil. 
Uh, can I have a word of the party a minute? Right, then we go over to the party, and I'm going to like, so do you reckon we should go to Dren? This sounds like a hefty upgrade that we could use. I'm basically trying to convince you all to go to Dren, even though I didn't want to do that two seconds ago, because consistency is very important when designing a character. <laughs> What's in Dren? It's the shards and stuff. Would we? Where, where would we get them? Yeah, cheapest place to get shards. Uh, I mean, we have. We might be waiting a while for the next sending stone, so I think it's a valuable use of our time. Sorry, Nathan. How far travel time is Dren from here? From here, about two to three days. All right. Three. The length to get back to Jordan is about five. Mm-hmm. Mm. I say we have a vote. Well, what do you all think? Well, before a vote, we can simply say our opinions and then vote. That makes sense. Well, if we're asking me, I'm okay with doing whatever. Um, I realize that that's not much of a vote, but, you know, I will defer to my lovely group members on this one. Hey, I'm all for going to Dren. Mm-hmm. Sounds like we're going to Dren then. Yes. Oh, God. All right, then. I certainly feel so, very uneasy about all this. Sill, do you have any known buyers or sellers or someone that we ought to be looking for in the city? Any uh, street vendors who are like, yeah. get your shards, come on, one, come on all that you're, you're particularly buddies with? Or something really convenient, like we could kill a fire elemental with a magic water bottle to get lots of shards. <laughs> Sorry. Don't be ridiculous. That would be far too convenient. Yes. Well, um, I do have someone that, that I have particularly close connections with. He takes care of the forges. Yes, um, his name was Gavi Dorn. He's a bit of a spicy fellow, so I wouldn't try to do anything to spite him. But when it comes dwarf. When it comes down to it, he he okay. um he knows he has connections and he can get you those shards at a relatively cheap rate if you know what to do. I hate dealing with dwarves. He's going to twats. like give you like that <laughs> kind of look and say, though you must be careful with him because I did send other people on this trip before and uh needless to say some of them have gotten injured in the process Gavi is a is special he's he doesn't really uh care for people but yes if you play a cards right he should be able to get them for you relatively cheap just just remember to mention me if you don't um you're, you're in for a lot more pain all right now, Gavi Dawn you said uh, yes. Okay. Well, right. thanks. So before so, we leave the city, we just need to collect our payment from the guards. Well, 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 I suppose we'll be on our way. I need to ask Sil a question. Okay, so, so, so given without our help, you would surely be bankrupted, your business gone. We're the only things that are going to get you back in business and your life back on track. And we saved your life, by the way, getting out of that glass. So I think it's only fair that you give us a discount till we get back. Persuasion. Persu- with advantage. Yeah, with advantage. 20. Good. Mm-hmm. 
Limiter, yeah, for the record, as long as Nor is not asleep or paralyzed or in some way incapacitated, just roll advantage on everything, guys. Nor, yeah, <laughs> you realize that that you, that you you have a curse that, that keeps you constantly paralyzed whenever this moment happens. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so, Are you starting to understand my hate for the help action? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, so so. What, what what does Tarquin say to try to persuade Cell? I say what I just said. I say, well, without us, you would be dead, most okay. likely. And it would be harder for you to get back up your feet. We're doing you a favor here by getting you things. And I think it's only fair that for that favor, we get a small discount. Um, yes, but he's going to give you that kind of look like, oh, I, I, I seriously shouldn't, that kind of face. And then he's going to say, well... I have been giving quite a lot of deals recently, and I have not made money in months. Exactly. I, I know that it could be financially costly to you, but remember that you're in debt to us. Also, we'd be more than happy mm. to spread the word of your fantastic shop. I mean, from the sound of it, it looks fantastic. Yes. <laughs> After all, we only found out about you through word of mouth, and... We did also see a rather interesting glass greatsword on the back of a large gentleman in Jardin. His eyes are going to light up. Morris, is he Uh, doing well? I believe that was his name. Don't know. He seemed like a friendly enough guy, although I really wanted to cast whole person on him for some reason, but he (laughs) seems... There's too much meta humor in this episode, I'm going to stop (laughs) now. Damn it. You are not a reincarnated soul. I want to be, though. <laughs> you can only do that a gorgeous other day. Oh, okay, fair enough. Right, right. You have a point. I know you could make a lot less money if you took the money from us. Uh, give us a discount, sorry. But um, if you do, we'll be sure to give you word of mouth and, you know, tell everybody about your business. I mean, we found out about it from word of mouth. It shows how powerful it is, and this is a worthy, worthy investment. Don't think about, don't think of it as lost money. Think of it as money going towards advertisements, and you'll have more people than you did before if you do this. If it doesn't work, just Valmia so, come and shit on his face with intimidation. So Sil is going to wince as he says, "Fine, um, I'll give you a twenty-five percent discount." Thirty. It's only fair. We saved your life. He's going to pause for a second and say 27. 28. Fine. Done. And he's going to hold out his hand for a shake. I shake his hand and then cast strength to try and crush it. Just kidding. Funny. He he, he screams out in terror and turns (laughs) into stone. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta say, also, that is a very clever trigger. Yep. That is a good idea. No, like, it's really good. The issue is that, can you imagine just somebody trying to scare him as a joke and he's just trapped? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a surprise party on his birthday. It's like, oh no. <laughs> it's like, damn it, we forgot about that. <laughs> that was really, that's a good trigger. GG. You're a good trigger. Yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> okay, damn then. It. So is the party going to head right. to its strength? Uh, sounds good. Once we collect our payment from the guards. Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, the party hits... Um, to the guard station and get their payment. Taylorin is going to say, uh, thanks for the assistance. Um, he's going to open up a drawer and he's going to take out a bunch of um, gold 
it's in a pouch and he's going to just going to place it on the table lightly. You can hear the crinkle of the coins inside, the clink of the coins inside, sorry. Um, and counting it, you add up, that's about 100 gold pieces. Each or? In total. Okay. I am going to try something. Oh dear. Okay, so after, when everyone's going to leave, I go up to the guard and I say, um, officer, I, officer, fuck. <laughs> so, um, I don't mean to be a hassle, but I, while fighting, I really hit my arm and I'm going to like wince as I try to show him my arm and I can't, I can't fight anymore. I'm completely helpless and it's going to cost a lot of money to fix this. So I was just hoping that, can I have a bit of compensation for that? Just out of the goodness of your heart, please. Like I've got, I've got kids. I, mean, I need to feed them. I'm not going to be able to go to my job with this. I, I so need to walk in and just money. do cure wounds. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Wait, can that be canon, please? I like that resolution. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna walk up to him and hit, do uh, cure wounds on him, just to ruin his fun. I hate you. <laughs> and the tailoring is gonna stare blankly at Tarquin. You can see like a bit of irritation in his eyes. Don't mind him. He uh, may have taken a blow to the head. Just uh, yeah, we'll be on our way. I'm gonna <laughs> grab him, drag him out the door. Nor will just actually face palm and then just nod and say good day and walk out. Oh, fuck you, Valmir. I had something good going, man. We could have had some extra money. Twat. And you see um, Taylorin go back to doing his paperwork. <laughs> Twat. <laughs> Let's All be right. honest. Would you have shared that extra money? He's like, man, no. I'm going to have to fill out an A9 where I got a return, and then I'm going to also have to finish out a form W-3 because I got turned to glass. Bloody kill the child. Ooh. That's going to need to be written up. <laughs> Somebody's going to yeah, be held responsible for this. I'm going to be held responsible for this. Such and such things. Anyways, <laughs> Devonti makes that right. way. Um... Out of the guard station, before they do anything else, is there anything the party wants to grab before they hit to Dren? Well, um, I mean, so just divvy up that 125 weapons. each. The finest elven wine in Varden. Just kidding. Alright. Yeah, Nora just divvies up the gold to everybody, so just add 25. Already done. Cool. And now pity points and have an extra gold. Because <laughs> I'm only on, I'm like, I'm on 824, it's really annoying. No. I shall have you suffer constantly. <laughs> Suffer for this is riff like. Well, you just gotta buy four bottles for on just to go. Okay, I do so. I now have four oh bottles dear. because Tarquin has OCD. That's in, a character in total, right, the, <laughs> in total, the party has two point one k worth of gold. Shit, nice and three chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Are they still alive? Are we yes. like feeding them? No, they're dead and rotting. Oh no. <laughs> oh god. Oh yeah, I've got a dog. The dog. Yeah, yeah so. We need some more the dog. Fucking dire wolf. Yeah. <laughs> Natsuya is just like during this entire bit. She kind of looks hot in the sun because she's not really suited huh? for this kind of weather. In what sense? She, she normally lives in the forest, which is cool she compared is to this. And it is hot. Desert. She seems to be uh, very uncomfortable. I cast, I, very I cast sad. ice ball on her. What, I have an ice thing. Yeah. She freezes to death. <laughs> no. <laughs> Josephi kills Tarquin. Okay, that show is over, folks. What is... Uh, Josh, you there? Josh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Josh is... Dead. Unfortunately, Josh will 
it is no longer with us. I've um, been talking like this whole time. Oh, well, you were muted. Oh no, you were muted. <laughs> nice. Aww. And I didn't realize it until you were like, "Wow, place. Josh hasn't spoken," and I was like, "Wow, that fucking rude. They've been ignoring me." <laughs> and then I like look at my little red dot, Aww. and I'm like, "Oh god, damn it!" <laughs> Just me, one of them days. Can I ask for this? Press, press, press the digitation on the on the dog. Is that a thing? No, you may not. You- you, you, make, you can kill my flavor up one cubic foot of non-living material for an hour. Her fur is non-living, therefore I can make that cold. But she is a living creature. Yeah, but the fur isn't. That's like me saying your skin isn't a living creature. Of course it is. Well, your skin is a living creature, if, but her hair on your body isn't. It's part of a living creature. You could make the saddle cold. Yeah, yeah, I'll make the saddle cold. <laughs> Don't they usually have happy. rules against things that are being worn or carried and being affected by stuff like that? That's one of the ridiculous things about prestidigitation is that it does not prompt a saving throw. Okay, I yeah, because otherwise you wouldn't be able to you be able to clean it or whatever. Yeah, Sefi, you, yep. you you feel your saddle vaguely get colder. Okay, and and you notice that Tarquin's doing some magical bullshit. And I hit him oh, over the head. I say, you stop that. I think. I do like the karate chop downward blow, <laughs> cave in his skull with my <laughs> meaty gauntleted hand. I think accidentally do brain damage. <laughs> Talkman, oh, um, nobody notices because we all assumed he was brain damaged anyway. <laughs> Talkman, roll a 1d4. Lose that many intelligence points. <laughs> Just kidding. Jeez. No, I'm doing that. Great. Noticing him do that, though, I will now start using prestidigitation on my clothes to make them cool. Four. Best <laughs> spell. All right, I'm doing so. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You don't actually do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> he needs to roll actual damage and try to hit you if I was going to do that. Um, I don't know what. Do we I'm want him to actually roll an attack or damage? No, I don't want to. <laughs> more like a. You know, I don't think I want to punish. Tap, or is it a gauntlet <laughs> bash? <laughs> no, it, it's it's one of those anime damage moments where for a it second everything happen. becomes animated, and I hit him over the top of the head, and it just <laughs> dents on his head perfectly. Where I do that, and then we get back to real world vision, and all I've done is just tap him over the back of the head. You didn't I even move your head. Imagining it. that works. <laughs> Daydream Like, man, if this was like my cartoons, I could totally just back. And what then is that? Is just, <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> concussions are things that exist. Mm-hmm. What, what happened is, um, all of a sudden, you realize the world around you change. <laughs> it is most disorienting. Everyone is in two dimensions. <laughs> Is the party going to head um, to Dren? To Dren? To Dren? Yeah. No, I, I assumed we had already. I thought we were like at the gates of Dren. Honestly, my brain had told me, yeah, we've already walked all the way to Dren. You casually take two steps. Now we, you're at Dren. We casually <laughs> teleport to Dren and, Man, Dren and say nothing personal, kid. Star White. I can sense that Nathan's been setting up something. No, I never set up set. anything. So the party is going to make their way um, to its trend. It's going to take about two to three days, depending on how fast you choose to travel. But as you move through the desert, you're going to realize something. Um, Yosefi. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you pronounce her fucking name? Natessa? Yeah, Natessa. Fuck's sake. Natessa is going to... Die. You can see her tongue sticking out and she seems incredibly tired. 
Oh, oh, poor little girl. What is wrong? Do you need a break for some waters? She. <laughs> she fucking she dies going... of heat exhaustion. <laughs> she, she lies on her side, tongue out, and stops moving. No, um, she is going to slow down and try to crane her neck backwards towards you, and is going to give you a slight nod. Oh, he's hot. He's hot for a wolfy girl. Yeah, let's uh, let's create a little lean to for you. We can we can walk in dark. Yes, will that work for everyone else? Because it's kind of hot for the girl. Artie, hello. Just <laughs> keep walking as I'm yeah, sitting on my head. Thinking, I get abandoned. Oh in the I imagine that like a lot of it would be just walking at night as the sane thing to do. No, no, at no at night she would be fine because it would be cold. But yeah, yeah, travel at night, sleep under tents during the day. Mm. Okay. Works for me. Desert travel sucks. It is como se dice boiling. And then Let's see. So maybe if we maybe that cooling saddle would help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly it wouldn't mm. hurt. Didn't I already mm. cast it? Yeah. But then I made the joke that I hit you. Yeah, honestly, over like pressed digitations all around would make it much more manageable for all of us. You feel a light wind come to I don't have you. access to cantrips. <laughs> I you don't do. need to. We have two people in the party who can cast it, and you can have up to three of them active simultaneously. So slowly, the sands of the desert begin to, begin to subside into uh, dry uh, grasslands, and you see, eventually see the mountains stand tall above you, and the gate loom ahead. You have arrived at the gates of Dren. You know. I know the couple guys who got kicked out the dread forever. Apparently some dude like just made his horse shit all over the police precinct. It was all over the news. He sounds like a really respectable guy. I would love that guy. No, it seems that must have been a theme here. Like everywhere we go, it seems like somewhere else that someone else has been here as well. Well, I mean, there's a lot of places and lots of people. Hmm. I mean, pretty much anywhere there's a city, somebody's been there before. That's, that's... That's functionally correct. As soon as I said that, I knew you guys would <laughs> say that. I, I hate you all. <laughs> it's that D4 intelligence points that you lost. <laughs> Look at my attempt to um, Photoshop the squirrel on Discord. That's not great. <laughs> I tried, okay? What is Okay, this? so... Continue, though. Um... You guys walk through the gates of Dren, and looking into the city, you realize that the city is more of a sea of buildings. Each structure placed on a platform, and each platform moving about which way. And the city appears to be made of a grid of these structures placed uh, along these massive roads that run through it and you're gonna see the people walk about occasionally sit um, buildings moving out of slots and new buildings replacing them welcome to dren oh, everything's do, do, moving do, do, all the time do, do, here do, do, do. Is this so, how it's always is? Ugh. As you walk through the city and you, you're gonna notice this rather grand um church of sorts and you see that they're all there's a lot of people holding a wake and if you were to look 
carefully, you're going to see a framed painting of a dwarven cleric. And basically, there seems to be a lot of people mourning the death of this cleric. Wait, wasn't that like a year ago? It was like a month or two ago, right? A month. Well, in tree, Tarquin's going to go investigate. Well, he was an important member of their their clergy. It'd be like if, I don't know, if the Pope died. Yeah. Okay, um, Tarquin's going to go over and ask the mourners who they're mourning. His name was, um, his name was Father Cartonbury. Canterbury. It was, a uh, yes. Canterbury. No, it was Canon, but his name was Canterbury. Ah. <laughs> uh, 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 why is everyone sighing? All right. So, Tarquin he, he was horribly murdered. A month ago, terrible oh stuff. Oh no! How- he he was a great healer. Helped many a drunk alcoholic. What happened to him? Yeah, oh, he's dead. He, he got he got shot to death one dark night by an elven prick by the name of Minrith. So I've heard. Oh God! Yeah, he sounds say, like how a right you know who fucking twat. Because, I, I, if I'm not wrong, Garth made a huge fuss about it. Apparently, uh, told yeah, him Garth made a yeah. huge fuss about it. Yeah, oh, yeah. I like, said, said I hired him. I told everybody that he hired Mindrith to kill Father Cuntenbury, remember? That's why he got in trouble. That was amazing. It was certainly something, all right. Um... It's like, you don't understand. I hired him to kill him, and then he killed him. <laughs> I felt so bad. <laughs> I didn't mean him to kill him like that. You know, I wanted him, I didn't to, mean kill him, him like, to do exactly what I, I wanted him to, to be do. fast. Is that actually what I said? Yes. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he was fast. He just died miserably because he was so pathetic. Oh, it was I didn't that fast. That it was fast-ish. <laughs> you drew it out, Nathan, you sick bastard. <laughs> I could have made yeah. it worse, goddamn. Oh no, okay, that's a threat. I'm not going, I'm not touching it. You made that. it pretty bad. <laughs> if you stretched out more, it would have just been gratuitous. So, the party, mm. presumably, is just going to continue moving? I'm not. Okay, what does Tarquin do? He sits there and cries for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Tarquin gets left behind. Okay, Did what Tarquin does the rest of the party know do? know this man? No, he's just, like, struck by how evil this Minrith business is. And he's just so distraught that he cries. He goes to the police and said that I killed Father Cunningham's <laughs> aunt. It was me, y'all along. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tarquin takes off his mask and reveals that he is Gorith from the home. I would like to... And Minrith is uh, now off the hook. I would like to get ice cubes for Natessa for her to chew on for fun. If, if that is possible. I don't know. It I mean, would. do they have ice in a world full of magic? Probably. What is yes. ice? Never seen it before. Jeez. <laughs> there are spells uh, that explicitly create ice. I know, it was sarcastic. in cube form? No. No cubes in this world. Far too orderly. <laughs> mm. We oh, no, only have donuts <laughs> of ice. <laughs> donuts. <laughs> You see, um, the way that ice forms, right, it forms an icicle, right? But the thing is that icicles are too dangerous, so we, like... Hollow out the inside of the icicle. Hollowed out the thing, so it looks like a round torus. Mm-hmm. You can't hear it because I muted, but I'm hitting my head on my desk. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> after all that tangent thing, um, yes. So you would be able to find ice, though not in cube form, there would be chunks of ice that most of the inns here used to cool some of the <laughs> beverages. Okay. Most of the time, they just use enchanted glasses, but mm-hmm. if they... If the customer just want to take it away, they are allowed to use these ice chunks for their own flasks. Hey. Revolutionary technology. <laughs> ice cube. Alright, I, I, I have a prestidigitation question. Could ice be considered a non-magical yes. trinket? That- <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Technically, yes. In actuality, fuck you, go away. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, back to the show. So um you're gonna are you gonna give this these ice chunks to Natessa? Of course. Well, I'm gonna like be no, breaking them up with my flail every once in a while and like just giving it to her. So she's going to, to um, chew into <laughs> I know. Well, it is ice. As as it's gonna be pretty that, hard. I was like Q Mitch and then I was fucking right. God damn it. <laughs> she bites into them and her tail starts wagging furiously as she just Freaking gnaws on them like nobody's business. Woo. You hear the crunch of the ice and little bits start flying out of mouth. <laughs> I'll get their chicken bones later or something. Well, maybe not chicken bones. Maybe like mammoth bones. Yes. Mammoth? Yep. Um, mammoth looking around, you're, you're going <laughs> to notice that some of the tubbier dwarves are starting to like basically carefully walk about uh, Natessa. Makes sense. Don't touch her. She'll bite. <laughs> So the party is here to meet Gavi Dorn for the shards. See. So um, you were told that he's currently on the second level, and basically you need to take one of the elevators. So the party heads onto this um large structure, pretty much a moving in of sorts that comes about every hour, and. Getting on, they're going to be basically given seats and asked uh, if they want to drink. It, does it feel yeah, like it's moving? Oh yes, it does feel like it's moving. Darkon's going to ask for their <laughs> finest elven wine. Sefi's going to be like, um, I hate this. Fuck those pansy elves. You're the fuck you say to me, you little plump cunt. I'll kill you. And I'll kill your family. Right. Would they really say so, fuck the elves to three elves? I mean, uh, the three half elves. <laughs> you three also, are discussing yes. half breeds. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and you think dwarves are delicate with their racism? What gave you that impression? <laughs> hey, I want an ale. That's all I know. Yeah, they will insult elves to elves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although, again, riff like I'm putting words in Nathan's mouth. <laughs> So I'm thinking more um, just from a business perspective. The dwarf manning the counter is going to say, "So, what do you want?" Second level. I we're heading down there, but um, drinks. What do you want? Oh, can I have a puppuccino, please, for the dog? The fuck is that? It's uh, milk, and then on top of the milk is whipped cream, and then on top of that is a little bit of. Bacon shavings. He's going to basically stroke his beard for a second. He's going to say, Sounds interesting. I'm going to try that. And. Uh, that's for the dog. <laughs> it's not for me. 
And, uh, I mean, I'll be takes, honest, that doesn't sound bad to me. <laughs> he's going to, like, basically, you see him fiddle about and slowly put together this uh, drink of sorts and hand it to Yosefi. Here you go, Natessa. I take a quick sip of it first to see if it actually is good. Surprisingly it good, is savory yet creamy. I'll have a second one, please. <laughs> I give one to Natessa. <laughs> Natasso is licking that out. Um, <laughs> Loves that sheet. I'll try one of those as well. Why not? I'm curious. Yeah, let's so one of those too. He prepares a bunch of a party. All of a sudden, everyone in the entire elevator is It's a new specialty of the entire city of Trin. Is the it's like, wait, it's like, <laughs> of all mares with whiskey, which ape- appeals to the rest of the dwarves. Yeah, so I was like, this is the cut one. He's like, uh, he, so sometime after he takes a swig of it, it's like, oh, this is actually good. Yeah, well, sometimes I do have good ideas. You're not half what bad for do? a human. Thank you. You are exactly as good for a dwarf. He's <laughs> a joke because I think you're pretty great. Uh, and he's going to take another swig. Um, so a few minutes pass, and eventually you arrive at the second floor. The elevator clinks into place, and the gates open for the passengers to leave. All of them are holding... Um, Puppuccinos. <laughs> basically, yes. <laughs> All right, we're meeting uh, the um, the guy, right? Mr. Dorden? Darren? Gravy Dorn. Gravy Horn, yes. Okay, so, so, wait guys, cut it out, I need to continue. The party makes their way uh, through the various um, walkways that are held up by chunks of um, shards of the arcane held in place by them, and they are going to walk across these walkways and eventually find themselves to the uh, forges. In which, off to the side, they're going to see a small room where you, where you assume uh, Gavi Dorn, the foreman, is uh, sitting at and doing whatever he's doing. So the party knocks on the door and are greeted by a rather gruff-looking dwarf, and he's going to say, What you lot doing here? Uh, Sil sent us. We're here to... Buy some oh, seal the lady, the little crystals. sticky fuck. Yeah, well, the little sticky fuck. He's kind of, um, good. he's kind of a pushover, isn't he? Yeah, it's flat. Yeah, yeah. The last time I visited him, he turned to stone. It was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, he did that for us too. Why am I, why am I Scottish? Yeah, I'm gonna put also, I'm, put on, I'm putting on a Scottish accent for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. So, um, uh, what we're gonna do is, um, give me buy some. Things, crystals from you. Elf, you fucking mocking me with that fucking voice? Eh? Um, no, sorry, I was just um trying out something new. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you so, can hear him. It's what okay. You want. Yeah, you can hear me. I'm He's back. going yeah. to go for it and get, basically suck. Um, talking oh, me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fucking bastard! I'm good at why am I why am I Scottish? God damn it. <laughs> oh, you right, insufferable so prick. The, uh, the the long and short of it is somebody messed up a bunch of Sills crap and uh he asked us to get him some uh magic shit. 
crystal shard, whatever. Again, okay. somebody, ah, Sil, you fucking idiot. Some dwarf guy did. Uh, some apparently, some paladin, paladin rampage magic flask. I don't know. We've been hearing quite a lot about that guy. I see. I see. Well then, I suppose I could get you those shards for what do you say, ten thousand gold? Sounds about right. Hmm. How many? How many? Yeah. Again? We're after three thousand. Yeah. Um. Thirty thousand gold. Sound. Sound good. Uh, is there anything that we could do to drop that price a bit? Because we don't exactly Well, there is that. a fire. <laughs> Can you just bill it to sell? <laughs> There's a fire. Couldn't <laughs> yeah, you just bill it to sell? Isn't that, the, isn't that how vendors usually work? Did he not uh, call ahead? And, and he, he, you, you see him uh, have a, like, he basically grunts and says, Oh, shit. He figured it out. <laughs> Okay, okay, fine. I will uh, get you your shards. Wait a minute. <laughs> that is <laughs> double billing your customers. Uh, you know what? In no, order to no, keep no, us quiet no, about that, like that. Uh, you might want uh, to, uh, you know, I like rubbing my fingers together. Stop doing that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, you can pay us to keep quiet. You can make us keep quiet with a bit of, um... Persuasion and money. You don't need to persuade me to be quiet as long as you promise not to do it again. Yeah, but I'll I'll, I'll uh, say everything. Just give me give me your money now. I'm gonna need a pinky promise, though. It's the only way to be sure. And now between these two people, one threatening to <laughs> threatening him for money, and the other yeah. one demanding other... a pinky promise. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna say, "What the fuck is wrong with you, fuckers?" So Which some money, that's all right. This is disgusting practice. Wow. What? Is, what? what? <laughs> the, more I, the more I speak like a Scot, the more you do. Yeah, it's like a, I don't know. <laughs> it's a flying Gora from the home. Because yes, that was you. Yes, yeah. Yes. It's barely, yes. You only played him for like half a year. Uh, I felt, it was, felt like a life experience, to be honest. Anyways, so he's going to grumble and say, fine, I'll, I'll give you... A thousand gold pieces and that, that'd be that. Forget about this. Forget about what? Good. And he's going to um, grab a bag of shards and pass it to Tarquin. I take the shards and I give them to Valmir. What I, take the car- the, I take the <laughs> shards from Valmir and I go, I don't make you carry that. Here, Natessa, we'll put it in your saddlebag. And Natessa throws it on the ground and says, what do I look like? Your fucking donkey? And then we get a donkey. Yeehaw. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm still so gavi is going to nod at you folks so where the fuck are you still here get out okay, okay does he give us the shards yeah he yeah. did he did give you the, shards. Well, the gold did, did he give me the gold okay. the 1000 gold he yeah. gave us the gold i didn't hear the shards. Did he give me the pinky promise yeah, he gave him both he gave me no pinky no oh. no pinky promise uh, he snapped your uh, finger uh, off. I'm going to report him to the authorities. He broke this man, broke my finger. It's like, uh, so this is Dwarf City, man. <laughs> Everybody has broken fingers. <laughs> you know, the other day I fell from a level and uh, down to a different level, and I broke all my fingers and all my bones in my body. <laughs> and uh, I'm fine today I mean, because I'm a dwarf. <laughs> I'm a fucking dwarf. You know, I, I, I had a little talk with me mom about it, but um, she she kicked my ass and I felt kind of sad. 
She, she's that. not very nice. That's well, very emotionally vulnerable for a dwarf. I give him a pat on the side. I'm just like, you know what? It's hard to open up like this. You're in a pretty toxically masculine society, you know? And sometimes it's okay to feel. Like I give him head pats. Thanks, man. <laughs> just burst into tears. Why is my mom such a bitch? <laughs> this is just a random ass bit. <laughs> just a therapist. Yosefi becomes a therapist in Trid. <laughs> now I know what Yosefi's endgame is. No, it's just like because he's so like socially inept, he fits in perfectly here. <laughs> yeah, I can right, believe it. Now- now I know what Yosefi's endgame is, is I want him to be a therapist in Drin. That's when he retires, that's where I want him to be. Emotionally and physically. <laughs> so the party leaves Garvey's um, little room and is basically free to do what they wish now. Is there anywhere with magic weapons? I mean, we got a $30,000 worth of shards. Do we want to run away? <laughs> Think about it, guys. We have we have thirty thousand dollars worth of shards in our pockets, and an additional thousand dollars in liquid gold. Well, not liquid gold, but you know, gold pieces, liquid assets. Yeah, but Josephi wouldn't run off with the with the shards. Yeah, Josephi definitely wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) He'd be like, guys, probably would, but the city's the other direction we're supposed to be going towards. Remember that city? We the reason why we have these shards. I mean, Sil's the best person we know of, so I think we should just go back to Sil. Yeah, good point. Sil's a yeah, swell character. We do not know a better magic item crafter. <laughs> Sil so is genius. As you head back to um, the elevator, you're going to see the same dwarf, and he's going to look at you with um, basically like a uh, very down kind of look. Because, And then the second he sees you, he's going to say, We've run out of bacon. What will we do? Well, we run out of bacon. Oh, I suppose you could just buy more bacon, or you know, you could um, do a little twist on the recipe. Pulls out the dead, How would disgusting I do that chicken with the bacon bits. It tastes so good. Well, we I mean, get you more uh, bacon. The important for consistency it. for bacon is the crunch and the salty, right? Like that—that's the flavor complement to the sweet and creamy. So just find someone else crunchy and salty, but that doesn't turn liquidy whenever it's put into cream. Fried chicken skin. Mm-hmm. Chop it, fry it, salt it. Maybe. He's going to look at uh, Valmia and say, you're a fucking genius. Or beef jerky or something like that, maybe. Yeah, he's jerky look at, um, mm. Yeah, then he's going to say to um, his wife. I'm leaving you. Hey, I found the, the, the a replacement. <laughs> And and basically, he's going to scamper into the back and search through whatever pantry they have. You know what? I feel like I should buy them some bacon, personally. I mean, I don't understand why I feel personally responsible for this situation he got himself in, but I do. I mean, I was going to say we should just, you know, run some errands for him and get some free drinks and some money and fetch him some bacon and, you know, I'm okay quest. with this. So, is the party going on a weird side quest of get this man some bacon? And I'm down. I'm down, yep. <laughs> Very Fine. well, then. <laughs> and I'll save that for the next episode. Oh, Ritwig. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Arc 2, Episode 6 of Riffwake.
Thanks for listening to Arc 2, Episode 6 of Riffwake. Please leave us a review and give us five stars on iTunes. Also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. To get started as low as a dollar and even that much really helps us out. Supporters get benefits such as behind the scenes content, early access to episodes, access to the Patreon Discord where you'll be able to chat with the cast and even a shadow on the show. Find us on social media on Twitter at Riffwake Podcast, on Facebook as Riffwake, and on Reddit on the subreddit r slash Podcast. And now send us an email, riffwakepodcast at gmail.com.